0: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent
1: Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskag Today with your host, Ryan Young.
0: Hey everyone, good afternoon. Welcome to Saskag Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, a leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. On today's show, more reaction from the four ag groups that want the provincial government to review the proposed Bungie Viterra merger. Preparations are underway for harvest showdown in Yorkton. Canola and wheat futures plateaued this week. And talk about Bill C 275 got heated in the House of Commons. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Saskag today on 620 CKRM.
1: This is Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young.
0: Saskag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Farm Fresh Water. Fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. Four farm groups want the Saskatchewan government to conduct a risk assessment into the proposed merger between Viterra and Bungie. The Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan, Sask Canola, Sask Barley, and Sask Wheat sent a joint letter to Provincial Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Chairperson of Sask Wheat, Brett Holstead, says one of the concerns is less options to sell grain.
2: The general sentiment there is There isn't a lot of competition right now. You know, yeah, if you say you drive an hour, hour and a half, there's some competition. But usually these elevators outside of a a few large locations are spaced out quite a bit that, you know, you do have to travel a distance to get, you know, once you're past your first or second choice. So, you know, we've we've seen that in a number of other things in agriculture or chemical companies. And for example, railways, there's only two. So any loss of competition, any um, consolidation, I think needs to be looked at fairly closely and, and how will it affect producers and, you know, our economy in general.
0: President of APAS Ian Boxall noted some overlap where he farms between G3, which Bungie has stake in, and Viterra. We
3: have a new G3 in Malfort. We have a Viterra in malfort two Viterras in Chisel, and a Bungie in Nippon. That's a lot of overlap shares all by the same companies right so there might have to be some looks at some of that right
0: mm-hmm.
4: for
3: sure in areas where these three outfits play a heavy role in the marketplace
0: a recent survey indicated 79 percent of farmers are concerned about the merger as harvest is wrapping up holstead says now is a good time to get that conversation going
2: i think it's important to look at it and um, get the information we need and you know, and, and carefully consider this. And now farmers are coming to the end of harvest, and many are done. You know it it gives them a chance to you know think about it and you know maybe have their say a little more too. and, and just the uh, creation of the discussion around it might uh, you know increase the uh, awareness by farmers too.
0: The four groups say the province can do the review based on precedent. The provincial government reviewed a proposed merger between Potash Corp. and BHP Billiton in 2010, which fell through, and another between Glencore and Viterra in 2012. Boxall says the review is important because the merger would have the biggest impact here in the province. Well, I think we're the biggest player.
3: Where mergers of grain companies, has the biggest effect on Saskatchewan. We produce the most grain, so I think it's important that our province recognize that and just realize how big of a deal this is for Saskatchewan producers.
0: Chair of Sask Canola, Keith Fournier, echoed similar comments, saying they want to make sure all aspects of the merger are reviewed so it gives producers peace of mind.
3: When they propose an amalgamation, there, there's lots of impacts that would possibly come from that amalgamation. And so we just want to make sure that, that there's a thorough risk assessment, that nothing is missed because, I mean, as, as farmers, we need to have that competition out there uh, it's vital for the success of our farm. So we want to sell our products into it. But I mean, these companies with their facilities right across the province, I mean, they, they hire lots of people. They're, those people are a big part of our community. So we, we need to make sure that that our communities are remaining strong, that those people are still employed. I and mean, we've got a head office for Viteras in Regina. I mean, we want to make sure that that we have that there as part, of, um, as part of our provincial economy. So there's lots of aspects to this. So, we, so the commissions and APAS, we just want to make sure that this is thoroughly vetted through and that all the all the implications, all the ramifications are all examined thoroughly.
0: The federal government and the Competition Bureau are doing their own reviews into the merger, but a conclusion won't be reached until next year. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM. Up next is Preparations for Harvest Showdown.
1: We're back with SaskAg Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
0: This segment of SaskAg Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. So See Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. Prairieeavestrough.ca and Western Ag professional agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. The 34th annual Grain Millers Harvest Showdown in Yorkton will run from November 1st to 4th. Commercial cattle show and sale co-chair Brett Callen says the entry deadline is fast approaching.
5: Yeah, you know, just with the show being a little bit earlier this year, obviously our entries are due a little bit earlier. So um, I know cattle are, cattle are starting to move to town with the good prices that we've got going on. So the deadline is October 12th here. So on Thursday coming up, um, that's the deadline for, for all futurity show and commercial cattle show entries. So uh, it's it's rolling up here pretty quick.
0: He says there's a few different categories to enter.
5: Pen of three opens, pen of three breads, and pen of five breads uh, for the commercial cattle show and sale, and then the Futurity show, obviously, if you're brand new to the show, the only thing a guy could bring is the pen of three opens, and then the way the Futurity shows is, you know, next year you can bring breads, and then the following year you can bring cow-calf pairs, so that's kind of a cool one to be in. Kind of awesome to uh, show off your herd and how consistent they stay through three years. It's uh, it's amazing how tough it is to get those three animals all the way to cow calf pairs. So, also we've got the pen of bull show for the for the purebred guys. So uh, your pen of three bulls. Uh, that deadline is also coming up on Thursday, October twelfth.
0: Callan says it's easy to rent to enter.
5: Yeah, you know all of our all of our entry forms are online. They're at uh, yorktonexhibition.com. Uh, just kind of click on. Yorkton harvest showdown coming up and then um it just gives you a list there of all entries i mean all those entries are commercial cattle there's forage, there's grain there's any show that we've got going on that it requires an entry there's a list of them there so uh feel free to uh take a look at uh, what might interest you
0: he notes the entry fees are very reasonable
5: yeah, you betcha. I mean, that entry fee is uh, it's pretty minimal. I mean, forty dollars for a pen of three and sixty dollars for a pen of five uh, for the commercial show. And then uh, obviously those animals will sell, and and we take uh, we take a three and a half percent sale commission on them. So I think that's oddly reasonable. Um, the entire show and sale are broadcasted live on DLMS. So um, you know any anybody watching can can pick up these heifers from anywhere in the world actually. So and then uh, the futurity entry is. Uh, uh, 75 dollars. so just a little bit more on that um and like i said that's a, that's an interesting show i really enjoy that one just watching those animals progress year after year
0: brett callan is a co-chair of the commercial cattle show and sale at the 34th annual grain miller's harvest showdown which is taking place november 1st to 4th in yorkton you're listening to saskag today up next is today's ag review
1: you're tuned in to Sask today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: Egg review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned
6: Integra Tire dealers. The government of Saskatchewan has partnered with the Saskatchewan Veterinary Medical Association to facilitate a workforce study to determine veterinary labour market needs and better support veterinary retention in Saskatchewan. The government of Saskatchewan has provided $100,000 to support this endeavour. The 2020 Canadian Veterinary Medical Association's Workforce Study confirmed that Saskatchewan is experiencing veterinary shortages. This subsequent study will provide critical information on recruitment and retention challenges specific to Saskatchewan as well as inform which supports or incentives would be most effective to overcome these challenges. Malatest has been contracted to conduct this research study. The study will review the number of training seats for veterinarians and veterinary technologists in the province, define the scope of the shortage, and explore approaches to better support all animal owners and the livestock industry. A bill to exempt propane and natural gas from the carbon price when used for grain drying and barn heating was nearing the end of its winding road through the Senate after meeting yesterday. The Senate's Committee on Agriculture and Forestry heard final witnesses speak on Bill C-234, which would amend the Greenhouse Gas Pollution Pricing Act to expand farm-related carbon price exemptions. At the committee's next meeting on October 17th, It will consider potential amendments before returning it to the Senate chamber, where they will debate the bill again before a third reading. If the bill is amended, it will return to the House of Commons to be reviewed again before being given royal assent and becoming law. The bill, first introduced in the House of Commons in November of 2021, passed its second reading in the Senate on June 13th. The Senate then rose for the summer on June 30th. A bill to create harsher penalties for unlawful entry onto farms and biosecure zones is back before the House of Commons, after a previous iteration died on the order table in 2021. Conservative MP John Barlow brought forward Bill C-275, an act to amend the Health of Animals Act, Biosecurity on Farms, as a private member's bill. It arrived before the Common Standing Committee on Agriculture and Agri-Food on September 28th. It applies fines up to $250,000 or up to two years jail time for individuals, and fines up to $500,000 for organizations. While not explicitly mentioned, Barlow indicates the bill is in reaction to actions of activists, such as those who snuck into a turkey farm in his riding, likely a reference to a 2019 incident in which a group of activists broke into a turkey barn on a Hutterite colony north of Fort McLeod. The federal government is getting roasted by at least one expert for the approach it has taken with rising grocery prices. Former Competition Bureau Commissioner Melanie Aitken says Ottawa is choosing to ignore more glaring problems affecting food costs, such as the supply management system. That's the system that controls the supply of dairy, poultry and eggs through price and import controls. Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne said yesterday Canada's largest grocers would soon offer discounts, price freezes and price matching as a first step to stabilize prices. Most of the things we love to eat for Thanksgiving dinner are costing more this year. That includes turkey, potatoes and butter. Food prices rose 6.9% in August, well above the month's headline inflation rate of 4%. One retail analyst says some people are looking for creative ways to deal with higher costs, including having potluck Thanksgiving dinners. And researchers at Duke University say the loss of habitat from the expansion of farming and ranching is the single biggest threat to amphibians worldwide. But novel diseases and climate change are also taking their toll. The new global assessment finds 41% of amphibian species that scientists have studied are threatened with extinction, meaning they are either vulnerable, endangered, or critically endangered. That's up from 39% in 2004. And that's today's AgReview i'm doug Faulkner.
1: it's your saskag today weather on your voice of saskatchewan 620 ckrm
6: the
0: official 620 ckrm farm weather is brought to you by shepherd realty in regina specializing in farm and ranch real estate in saskatchewan call harry justin or devon at 352 1866 and Moose Jaw truck shop the number one choice for any diesel engine repair drop in no appointment necessary or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today mainly sunny, northwest wind at 30, gusting to 50, then becoming light, a high of 7 degrees. Tonight a few clouds, winds from the southwest at 20 kilometers an hour, low is 0. Mainly sunny tomorrow, southwest wind at 20 kilometers an hour, high of 19, low plus 2. Sunday sunny, high of 18, the low 4 degrees. Monday sunny, high of 19, again the low 4. Sunny on Tuesday, high of 18, 3 degrees is the low. Wednesday, partly cloudy, high of 14, the low 2. And partly cloudy on Thursday, high of 13 degrees. Normal highs for this period are 14, normal lows minus 1. Sun rose at 7.06 this morning. Sun will set at 6.26 this evening. Taking a look around the province in Estevan and Weyburn, 3 degrees. Swift Current and Saskatoon are at 6, and Yorkton is at 4 degrees. The warmish spot in Saskatchewan is in Maple Creek at 10.5. Cool spot in Key Lake at zero. In Regina, mainly sunny. West wind at 19 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 59%. Temperature 4 degrees or 39 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 103.3 and falling. In Moose Jaw, it's partly cloudy. West-southwest wind at 17. Temperature 5 degrees. Again in Regina, mainly sunny. West wind at 19. 19. Temperature four degrees. Back in a moment.
1: Catch up with all your egg news anytime at sasgagtoday.com. Now back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
0: This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com. Canola and wheat futures this week seem to have plateaued. Adam Piccalo, a future commodity advisor with PI Financial, says the November canola contract was down about $2 this week to around $713, while December Minneapolis suite increased $0.15 cents a bushel to about $7.24.
7: So the November futures will need to be rolled within the next few weeks. So the January will be the front month soon. So right now, November is still the most active contract, but uh, that'll start to decline here over the next few weeks. So seeing the, again, canola finding a bit of a bottom here, maybe that harvest pressure has subsided. Um, on the soy markets, we have seen uh, a decent amount of volatility with the November Uh, soybean contract and the December soybean oil contract still going down. Uh, However, an anticipated bump up in demand now uh, that China has returned from their golden week holiday does favor the bull camp. Uh, Asian traders do say China still needs up to about 5 million tons of beans for November uh, and is short um, from what they bought for December and January. So Brazil's supplies are finally dwindling uh, after their record so the u.s has has a very good chance of seeing improved demand uh, for the next couple of months, and again, that might help a little bit on the uh, on the canola side, but we have seen uh, palm oil futures down about four and a half percent on the week. Uh, again, that's pulled bean oil lower as well too, so uh, again, kind of dragging canola down a little bit right now too.
0: In terms of the wheat futures, uh, it's kind of on a similar trend downward, Uh, is that kind of the same for them too?
7: Yeah, wheat definitely in the last couple of weeks, like we've been talking, has been kind of on more of a downward trend. However, it did seem like that there is some fun short covering here this week. So the December Minneapolis futures increased approximately 15 cents a bushel to where we're trading right now at about $7.24. Um, again, there might be some potential buying kind of from China as well to here a little bit kind of on the, the wheat side of he- things here. Here. But right now, again, I'm watching wheat more from a, a technical rather than fundamental standpoint, because the trend is still down, even with the, the big move that we've had here. And I am watching the momentum actually quite closely now. So with the, the technicals down or the chart patterns down, momentum is kind of starting to favor maybe a little bit more of this sh- fun short covering. And that's where I think we might see kind of these bounces higher here, uh, potentially over the next couple of weeks.
0: I wanted to follow up on the latest USDA report that came out on last Friday. Uh, I'm sure you had a chance to look through it. What did it kind of say? What stood out to you? And uh, now a week later, uh, have you seen any uh, influence from the report uh, in the grain markets?
7: Yeah, it was definitely, again, one that... Traders were watching for to kind of set the tone for the week because we did see some some pretty big moves when it came to the wheat market with kind of all contracts down approximately uh, between 30 to 40 cents a bushel. Uh, however, on the Chicago contract, we actually saw you know almost this whole week kind of recover um, what we lost as well too from the report. So Minneapolis still hasn't recovered from the the Friday's report, and same with the Kansas. Sweet contract um, you know when it comes to the corn and soybean side there was numbers that also as well too were a little bit uh, lower than expected on the corn um, but a little bit higher than expected on the soybeans for u.s crop production uh, so looking back on on the friday's report we did see you know a little bit of action on that side of things um, in terms of grain stocks reports uh, corn was down uh Beans are up a little bit and wheat was up as well, too. So, again, it was overall kind of a little bit more bearish, I would say, for the markets. But right now, I think that a lot of these markets have recovered from kind of those lows. And that's where I'm watching maybe for maybe some technical buying and short covering here in the next few weeks.
0: Adam Piccalo is a future commodity advisor with PI Financial. You're listening to SaskAg today on 620 CKRM. Up next is Bill 275.
1: You're tuned in to SaskAg today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: The segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town number yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com There was pushback this week as the Commons Ag Committee debates Bill 275. The bill was introduced by Alberta Tory MP John Barlow. It's an amendment to the Health of Animals Act to make it illegal to trespass into barns or facilities where animals are kept. Barlow says it stems from an incident a few years ago on a turkey farm near Fort McLeod. This week, the common heard from Camille Lapchuk, a lawyer with the group Animal Justice.
8: Farmers are responsible for most biosecurity issues and a sit-in has never caused a disease. It tends to be standard farm practices like sharing needles, having wild animals access barns uh, and contaminated equipment used across different areas that spread disease. This bill seeks to weaponize genuine concerns about infectious diseases and animal and human health in order to increase protection of private businesses from bad publicity. It's time to pause and consider why it is that public trust in farming is so low. And I would say it's not because people are misinformed. It's because they see video after video of animals being beaten on farms, animals with severe medical conditions who don't get treatment, and animals being killed in brutal ways.
0: Ontario Tory MP Leanne Rood, a farmer herself, took exception to the comments made by Labchuck, and this was the discussion that followed.
8: Have you ever been on a farm? Yeah, I grew up in rural Prince of Edward Island, so I've been on plenty of farms. And so you've lived on a farm? Have you lived on a farm? No, no. I didn't grow up on a farm. Okay. Have you ever cared for livestock on a farm at all? I've been around plenty of farmed animals. So you've never cared for livestock yourself or on a farm? You mean have I owned farmed animals? Yes, have you cared for them? Have I actually farmed them? Well, no. As I've mentioned, I'm a lawyer, not a farmer. Okay. Do, Do you think animals should be used for food? Look, the mission of animal justice, I just want to be really clear about what I'm here to say to you today. We exist to lead the legal fight for animals. We work to improve the legal protections for animals. As I've mentioned, unfortunately, I appreciate what you're saying about food safety, but we actually do have some of the worst animal protection legislation in the Western world. So do you think animals should be used for food? Well, look, we're here a yes to or no talk answer. about improving it, the laws protecting animals. It's undeniable okay. that Canada doesn't have any of those laws on the books right now. Okay, and I um, think excuse when you me. I, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you because there was not an answer to that question. So you believe in protecting would, animals over humans and the rights of Canadians. That's uh, no, And that's farmers not to I'm have secure farms. At all. I'm okay. saying that we <laughs> does, in this does it concern you does it concern you that those who come onto farms uninvited are putting livestock at threat and Animal at risk? This doesn't advocate for on farm trespassing. What we're here today to say is that we have very poor laws protecting <laughs> animals. And that fact is what's contributing to this very low public trust in agriculture.
0: The committee will continue to research Bill 275 following the Thanksgiving break. Up next is the market update.
1: Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
0: Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Durham is down $5.51 to 509.23 a metric ton. Canola is up $2.10 at 6 7072 Number one red spring wheat is up three dollars at three twenty-six fifty-seven. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley two seventy-seven fifty-eight, chickpeas ten thirty-six seventeen, flax six eleven fifty-four, lentils eight fourteen fifty, oats two ninety-four thirty-two, yellow peas three eighty-seven eighty-nine, feed wheat two thirty-five forty-six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down four and three quarter cents. At seven dollars and twenty six and three quarter cents a bushel. Coming up is the Livestock Report.
1: The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842 4574. Now here are the latest quotes.
4: Good afternoon. This is Travis Platt, reporting with Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw. This past week. Tuesday, October third, we had our red and black pre-sorted sale with just about 2,500 head on offer, and here's how it went: 101 black and red steers at 376 brought 510.50, 101 black steers at 423 brought 488, 126 black steers weighing 479 brought 447, 88 black steers at 534 brought 406, 116 black steers at 309 brought 548, 46 black steers at 650 brought 375. On to the heifers, 149 red and black heifers went in 375, brought 436.50, 116 black heifers at 4, 425, brought 395, 81 black heifers at 474, brought 370, 49 black heifers at 527, brought 356.50, 33 black heifers at 579, brought 341.75, and 13 black heifers at 650, brought 335. On our Thursday regular sale, we had just about 600 head on offer, and here's how it went. Them good cows are $1.25 dollars 25 to $8.35 with sales up to $8.41. The medium cows are $1.25. dollars to 25 Them good bulls are $1.50 50 to $8.60 with sales up to $8.6350. Maybe giving them good heiferettes for $2.10 to $2.25 with sales up to $2.40. Our next sale here is Thursday, October 12th. Expect another good run of calves. If you have them, calves in here by 3 o'clock so you can get them laid up in a timely fashion. That's the market report for this week at Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw. This is Travis Platt. Good day and good selling. The
0: latest pork prices are at $206.78 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report.
1: It's the SaskEgg Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young.
0: Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank 306-721-6667. The economy added 64,000 jobs last month. That's more than economists had expected, but the gains were driven by a seasonal spike in education, employment, and an increase in part-time work. TD economist James Orlando says those details should, in his words, throw some cold water on a seemingly hot jobs report. Statistics Canada says the unemployment rate continued to hold steady at 5.5% for the third month in a row. Meanwhile, down south of the border, the U.S. economy added 336,000 jobs in September. That's the largest monthly spike since January and a significant increase from the August number, even after it was revised sharply higher. It's also evidence that employers in the U.S. remain confident enough to keep hiring despite high interest rates and a hazy outlook for the economy. The unemployment rate south of the border remained at 3.8%, close to a half-century low. On the markets, the TSX is up 51 points at 19,189. The Dow is up 232 points to 33,351. Oil is up 60 cents at $82.91 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.20 cents U.S. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the On Demand SaskAg Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. And that's Friday's edition of SaskAg Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day and a nice long Thanksgiving weekend. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.